Okay, so we're back for round three because my body is like, it has a mind of its own. Maybe it's picking up some weird vibes. I don't know, from like the world. <laughs> the world's pretty, the world's a pretty negative, dark place. So it, it, it wouldn't surprise me that my body takes on some of the negativity. Anyway, mm. sucking on some ginger candy, grabbed an extra bottle of water, washed the face, hair up. <laughs> it's like a whole new day. So, um, <laughs> So weird. I, I told you off recording that this has been the weirdest um, podcast so far. So I'll explain a little bit why. One, I don't feel good, which isn't too abnormal because everybody who knows me knows that I have days where I don't feel good, but I haven't really caught this on camera yet. <laughs> So this whole time I like have, I'm having hot flash. My face feels like it's on fire, complete anxiety, sick to my stomach, nauseous, um, general feeling of weirdness. So anyway, this is what I go through regularly. <laughs> and we finally caught it. We finally caught it on a podcast. Um, <laughs> Lucky me. But this is also one of the reasons why we we probably can't tour because or like play shows because I never know when these things are going to hit. So one day I'll feel completely totally fine and happy and energetic and not sick to my stomach and blah, 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 blah. And then randomly out of nowhere, like today, there's no reason for me not to feel good. Really. I mean, you can probably track some of it through like hormones and whatever, but anyway, I digress. We don't need to go into all that. So, <laughs> so let's continue with, um, so we were talking about your mother and how you got your necklace, which obviously, I mean, if that ain't a sign, I don't, I don't know what a sign is. Like the one thing that your mother wanted and then you couldn't find it and some random guy that moves into your house finds it and that's the one thing he brings to you like of everything that could be brought to you the necklace right and then you mentioned the hummingbirds and how um your mother loved hummingbirds and like now you see them all the time i think i even mentioned to you recently that i saw a hummingbird that they were building a net. Remember that they were You're building posted. a nest. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were building a nest on our back porch, which they abandoned, by the way. They worked on it for one day and then I guess changed their mind <laughs> and moved on someplace else. But um, yeah, so continue on. And I was, there's something before this, but I want to finish with your, about your hummingbirds. Um, my dad ended up in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a couple strokes and a couple heart attacks and he ended up in the nursing home and my sister's health has declined and she is actually in the same nursing home as him now. Oh, wow. She's been there, I'm gonna say about two and a half weeks now, maybe 
maybe three. But I don't know because I'm down here in Pittsburgh and I haven't been able to get back. I don't know how she set this up because she wasn't telling me much and what she was telling me didn't make much sense. And I couldn't figure out what, what it was, but she, I know she got a cousin of mine and a guy from my dad's church to close up my dad's apartment. Mm -hmm. So he had said to me that he had a war medal that he wanted me to have and it was 30 day under fire war medal wow he was in the korean war and he said i actually probably should have had two because i was under 30 days and then an additional 28 but they only gave him this one medal and he was worried about it he didn't want it to disappear yeah <clears throat> So when you posted that picture, I was stressing that week because my landlord or the building manager, because I'm in an apartment complex, they decided they were going to put locks on the entrance and exit doors. I didn't have a problem with them putting locks on, but I don't leave home. So that would mean People who bring the grocery services, mm -hmm. the mm. how are they going to get me my food? Right, right. Because you can't get uh, up. Some of my uh, wrapping supplies for my feet, mm -hmm. nurses order them. How is my nurses going to get in? How is UPS and FedEx right. you know, with these doors locked? And I understood it and I was all for it. You know, it's for our sure. protection. Of course. But they didn't know how they were going to help me. They didn't know what they were going to do. And I thought, you you have to accommodate me. I'm sure there's some handicap laws. That I'm would sure. I'm sure. Me, yeah. You know? <clears throat> so I was stressing about that. I saw that picture and I thought, your mom's telling you got to quit worrying about it. And that was on a Wednesday and they we're going to lock the doors Thursday at five. Well, my cousin mailed the box and it, you know, I was tracking it. And for some reason there was a delay and I called UPS and they made a special trip and brought me that box at 10 to five Thursday. And I opened the box and it had my parents' wedding pictures in it. Uh, there's some patches and other medals for my dad. And, uh, I don't know if you can see that. Oops. Cool. That's very cool. But that's yeah. what he wanted to make sure didn't get lost. Very and cool. And I was so when it come and I thought, mom was letting you know to quit stressing that it's going to be all right. And yeah, that was my sign. You're hummingbirds in your yard. Was my sign. <laughs> that's awesome. So have they situated the lock thing? Like what's going on with that? They, they tried to help me. They've put a box on that has a keypad. Now, the person who's coming in has to punch the keypad, okay. take a key out, unlock the door, punch the 
numbers back in and put the key back in. But it comes apart wow. in two pieces. Mm. And they can open it, but they none of them have been able to get it back together. <laughs> One guy, I thought everything was okay. And the next day when my nurse come, the whole thing was gone except for the box. And then she found it. Um, it was down in the grass, but somebody had stolen the key. Oh, Lord. You know, and I'm the only one in the building that they did that for. So I, I sent the, an email to my building manager this morning. She's been wonderful trying to help me with different stuff, you know. And, mm -hmm. uh, I think I have the best building manager in the world because, like, my dishwasher broke, they give me a new dishwasher. My furnace broke, they give me a new furnace. Yeah. No questions asked, just replace it, you know. And she said, we'll work something out. And they put this box in. And I emailed her this morning and I said, they're having trouble doing the second round to put the key back. Everybody that touches it. Yeah. And I said, I'll try it again for another week. But afterwards, I looked online. I found something else that um, it's similar. Where you just punch it and it opens. And you can take the key out and just put the key in and then just shove the door shut. It's all one piece. I thought I think that would work better than having it come off in your hand and you have all these parts and right. It know. sounds very complicated. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to think how to phrase my email to her that I win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so that's how I got the pin, and that's how you're tied in with that one. There but, it um, is. <laughs> This was That's last week when I woke up that one morning, I said, I miss you, mom, real loud. And then, you know, I went, got ready and come back and work through the day and have my dinner. And I'm back here messing around online. And my cousin Pam posts a picture of my mom when yes. she was about 19, I think. And she's sitting on a crate playing an accordion, you know. <laughs> She was happy in that picture, and I thought, me, she's fine. And I think when we go to the other side, I think we'll probably look something like we do on this side. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hamster. All right, Aww. he's talking about something serious, dude. <laughs> oh, that was cute. <laughs> That's Booberry. <laughs> he wanted to share with you. Well, I'm glad he did. Thank you, Dirk. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah. So I think when you when you go to the other side, I think you may assume how you looked when you felt the best on this side. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's the impression I got. I thought that would be nice. Wanting, you know that that's when she was at her healthiest and felt yeah. best. Yeah. I always kind of had this impression that you would be like in your body minus any effects of, you know, health stuff or lifestyle stuff. So um, basically your perfect self, if, if time and uh, what you did to your body 
<laughs> were not a factor, you know, like zero health issues. Like if you were, if you were born perfect, perfect, the perfect machine, no bugs, no, you know, no missing parts. <laughs> yeah. And, and you properly maintained the vehicle and, uh, you know, whatever, whatever age that would be. Or, I mean, of course it depends on your beliefs. You know, some people think you're just a spirit, you know, um, I'm a Christian or whatever. So I believe, you know, at some point we get a physical body again, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It'll be, I don't know. It'll be interesting to find out. I don't want to find out for a while, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's hold off on finding out firsthand for a while. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What is it? What do we look like outside of our shells? We don't really know. In spiritualism, I guess they believe you progress in levels until you get closer and closer to God. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of think maybe, maybe that part is true. I know they I know. believe a lot of stuff that I don't believe in that, but I that part I kind of I kind of believe that. I think you know I'm oh. here to learn something. In my next turn, there's something there I'm supposed to learn. Then I'll probably go to the next one and learn something there until I get up to where you're about as high as you can go. Yeah, I without, mean, it, without being right. I don't mean you're going to turn into God. I don't mean that, right. but I mean right. whatever you're supposed to learn, you're going to go to the highest level of your learning. I should say it that way: your spiritual learning. Right. Yeah, I, again, I mean, it all just depends because, you know, like if you're a Christian, there is no perfection. Um, the whole point of the set of Christ's sacrifice was because we couldn't be perfect. And you can't gain perfection through works. You know, you can't, you can't earn your way into heaven or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it all just depends on what your personal belief is and none of us truly truly know you know what i mean that's true yeah it's kind of up to your own interpretation or you know what you choose to to believe in the matter um i don't think that i'm capable of ever achieving any type of uh next level uh, enlightenment just because i know how flawed i am and i can't imagine ever not being you know in this world or the next so <laughs> you know what i mean so i don't yeah i don't know I, I don't know are humans capable of that i just don't know because I, I feel like too like let's pretend you know let's let's assume that reincarnation happens so you reincarnate into a new body. You have no recollection of the prior one. So it's kind of like taking a hard drive, erasing it and starting it over. So how would you get better? You know what I mean? If you, if you, um, if you're starting from point zero every time, <laughs> you're bound to make either the same mistakes, worse mistakes, uh, better choices. But it, it feels like, it feels like it would be just a never-ending cycle of not achieving the goal 
because I don't know that I don't know that human beings can achieve the goal. But you know, that's but maybe but maybe the point know. zero is different on each level that you're at. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't know. That's just it. We just don't know. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. But yeah. it's like, but to me, reincarnation at its basic thing is like, okay, so if I have no recollection of the prior life, how do I know to be better? You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's my general uh, answer to everything. I don't know. <laughs> but it's fun to ponder. But maybe you do know, only you don't realize you know. That's possible. I think you maybe. don't remember, but things you're doing now are because of things you learned then. Right. And like, because instinctively you're making different choices. Yeah. Yeah. Like unaware, unaware that you're making different. Yeah. I mean, of course, that could very well be possible. Anything, anything can be possible. You know, yeah. it's, um, we don't know. <laughs> yeah how's you know it's it's interesting i don't want to be i don't want this to be just another cycle because for me if this is just another cycle and i move on then all of this is sort of meaningless because it's just going to restart again and all the relationships that i've built and all the experiences i've had Unless at some point you're done and then you know it all, you know, but like the thought of resetting and not knowing my son and my husband and my mother and my father and my brother and my, you know, my nieces and nephews and uncles and cousins and you and all my friends and, you know, that is fucking depressing to me. <laughs> I, I like I don't want that to be the case so to me the thought of that is just unappealing and depressing to me um yeah I don't know but that's my take on it other people I'm sure somebody else could explain it and it would sound fantastic but yeah. <laughs> like in, in my way of interpreting reincarnation, it does not sound appealing in any way, shape or form to me. <laughs> like, no, thank you. So this was interesting too. So when my son was very, very little, I used to kind of ask him questions just to see what he would say to stuff, you know? So I remember him, he, my child has been talking full sentences since he was like two. And like full conversations, he talked really early and had a, he could communicate very well. And so we've been having talk, we've talked to him about things like I would talk to you about since he was a baby. And I used to ask him questions like, so where were you before you were with me? You know, and he, and he would, he told me one time, he was like, well, I was in heaven. And so I thought, like, wouldn't it be interesting if there's just all these little souls up there just waiting for their turn? You know what I mean? Like, I just love the thought of that. Like, okay, well, it's your turn. You're up. Do they seem okay? 
is that is that going to be an okay situation for you is that the one you want to go to like you know what i mean like it's just cute to think and now do i think that there's any truth to that probably zero percent chance but <laughs> it's just it's cute to it's cute to think of little little soul dirk up there going oh that i want that one for my mom and dad like you know what i mean how cute that would be but you know there's that's just me being weird um but didn't they do that in a movie? I want to think that there was a cartoon. There was like a short. We went to see what movie was it? Up maybe. And there was like a there was like a little mini cartoon beforehand, and the stork was taking babies and dropping them off, and they would take them to the different. I, I feel like that was kind of that way. Like it was there. It was your turn, and you went down a little chute, and then the stork got you and took you to your <laughs> parents, and like it was so cute. But I don't know. I just find it really interesting. And he also has he's told me the story even recently that he distinctly remembers being in his bedroom, and there was like a light man standing over his bed while he was laying there. Like he didn't, he was sick and there was a light man, like a bright light man standing beside of his bed. And I'm like, maybe that was his guardian angel or, you know, who knows, but he, he remembers it clearly, which I find interesting. I must correct you on Oh, you're going to correct. Oh, he says he must correct me on that. You're having earphones. Wait, wait, no, it's fine. Now you got shy? No, it's fine. You don't want to tell me the story? No, um, so what were we talking about? about you said that when you were little, you could see like a light person? Yeah, um, it was where I was like really... Can you hear him? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, so like I was real little yeah. and um, like when I was still at my crib, I remember being there and there was like these three people. Those, it was three of them. But they were like glowing, like standing yeah. over my bed just standing there yeah. till I fell asleep. Aww. And it, were they, like, did you feel nice vibes from them? I don't really know. You were a baby. You were only, like, just, six months old. They're just standing there. Aww. It's kind of creepy now that I think well, about it. Well, it's kind of creepy to think about, yeah, but they maybe that was, who knows? But I remember that, and like, Aww. Like, it's weird. See how bad my memory is? He tells me this amazing story, and I jack it up. Like, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. But he also says he's seen shadow people. But let's don't talk about those, right? I'm going to have to have him as a guest on Stuff and Things sometime. I yeah. think he would. Do you want to sometime? Duh. He says, duh. What do you think? All right, we'll do it. <laughs> That'll be fun. I think you should do it. For sure, we're doing that. Yeah. Wait, should I do it from like, from like my phone or something? Yeah, we'll do it just like we do it with Daddy. Aww, Dirk on stuff and things. How cute. <laughs> He's a hoot. Anyway, so so yeah, he has this interesting, like he's told me stories about seeing shadow people too, which is a little disturbing <laughs> to me. Well, I was real little when I last saw him. Well, like, let's hope we don't see him anymore. Plus, for all you know, it could I it could have like, been an actual shadow. Like, like 
I was sitting up in bed sometimes when I saw them. Yeah. So oh, gross. Could, so it could just be You could go on strange familiars, too. <laughs> okay, time to sit next to the wall. So that How funny would that be? <laughs> Ew, Dirk. Hey, but don't give away all your stories. We got to save it for your episode. So I don't remember what we were talking, reincarnation or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the idea of it. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to be reincarnated if that's Why? the case. I just, I don't like it. I want to stay in the good place and not have to come back and do all this again. <laughs> 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 unless I, unless it's like, uh, I get to come back as like, um, mosquito flown in my one nose. of those trust fund babies. Oh, I see. Mosquito flown in my nose. <laughs> Dirk size. We have a bunch of mosquitoes in our house right now, so he's over here fighting mosquitoes. Oh. So stupid. We're in the desert and we've got mosquitoes. Doesn't even make sense. This but is the anyway. first, the Go first ahead. place I've lived where we really haven't. I haven't had hardly any bugs, except uh, every once in a while, them them things they look like walking eyelashes. Ugh. Oh, oh, like those millipedes or centipedes oh, or whatever. I, those. I learned how to scream with my yeah, mouth, so I didn't bother about. the neighbors. Oh, yeah, those things are those. creepy. I have a fun story about one. Hold on. You know what else are creepy too? Earwigs. Ew, I hate those. With the I pictures. don't know what those are. Yeah, one was floating in the bathtub the other yeah, way. They're, they're like they're a like a small skinny thing with two pinchers like this, yeah. like on the end. Like a baby centipede in a way. Yeah, they so. kind of they mm -hmm. kind of look like tiny little centipedes, but they don't have like a whole bunch of legs. But they have these things on the end that look like this. Ugh. I hate them. Anyway. I so what, they call them earwigs because they, they don't I hope they don't well do you know that they don't crawl in your ears I don't know they might crawl in your ears I don't know um so I think we're current on your story with your hummingbirds and your mom and everything did you have more weirdness after that Mike Van Portfleet came out for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the kitchen for snacks. <laughs> There's chips in there, Mike. Just, um, my dad had told me he didn't have a picture of my mom. Yeah. My sister had promised him a picture and she never did it. Aww. And he told me that he said, he says he's not allowed anything on the walls where he's yeah. at. And I felt bad for him when he told me that. And I said, I'll take care of it. So I had pictures I'd taken when I went back to visit. And I ordered a photo book from Walmart and had it sent to the nursing home for him so he could have, oh, there's like 24 pages of pictures. That's awesome. And, uh, I got one. There's my mom again on Facebook, her picture smiling at me. Aww. She's telling me you did good. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's just stuff like that now. It's like I'm not, it's not like I'm talking to her, but I'll, I'll see a little sign. Yeah. And I remember, you know, she's here. I know it. 
I know yeah. she's watching. I know she's, yeah. and I worried that she would be mad. I talked about this because I, I usually don't talk about it. And I was worrying about that. And I got up and it was the day after Mother's Day. And there was her picture on Facebook again, smiling at me. Aww. And I'm like, she's not mad. She's, it's okay Aww, with her. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I think, and you know, honestly, weird stuff aside, I think just sharing your story is helpful. You know what I mean? Because you're, you know, you've been through a lot and you still have, can you please stop? <laughs> you've been, <laughs> you've, you've, you've really, you've been through a lot of stuff. I mean, with your brother and then what happened with your mom and even the things with your sister and your dad and your own, please stop. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about something serious, buddy. And then all of your, you know, all your health stuff that's super serious and like, <sighs> overwhelming you know like it, it it's when when you're when it's kind of out of your hands that's overwhelming so I think even supernatural weirdness aside I think just even talking about your story is good so I, there's so many people that are in similar situations and you have such a positive attitude and such a like I mean, the fact that you have experienced a lot of grief and stuff and like you don't view it as a negative thing. It's like, like, you know, it's going to be okay, kind of. I think that's helpful to a lot of people because so many people do like, you know, this is the end. And once it's, you know, once it's over, it's over. And like, you're like, no, I still feel my family around me and, you know, you're not afraid of it. And. I think that's a positive thing. The only time it, it scared scary. me when that cell fell. That scared me. But any, yeah, any, that's creepy. Seeing that figure in the mirror and stuff like that, that didn't scare me. None of it that did. Would scare Nothing, me. None of it did. <laughs> You're brave. That would scare me. He saw a figure in the mirror. Creepy, right? Bruh. <laughs> he says, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to tell you a story about a centipede. Go ahead. Do you want to hear it just so you can hear him? I'm sure why not. Um, Hello, how was, are you? Um, one time when I was in my preschool, um, we were in um, class and all of a sudden I keep looking over at something. Then once my teacher's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, there's, why is there like a stick on the ground wiggling around? <laughs> and they go over and it's a centipede. So, I'm, so then they go over in like, stomp on it and then <laughs> well they like smush it oh, it's just kind of weird was it a the big kind it was a huge centipede um that could have hurt one of you it was like i mean but it was like this big ew it's like this big so it's huge wow. that's creepy they see scorpions too oh well, there was a, another scorpion when we yeah. were in preschool. Yeah, yeah, it was scorpion. like a tiny little scorpion, which I'm more venomous. Yeah. Well, yep. well poisonous venom. Well. <laughs> oh, I'd be letting the big girl scream out. <laughs> yeah, well, it's weird. Um, you know, I grew up in Ohio. We don't have scorpions. Well, actually, scorpions do live there, but not the kind that we have here. Um, but um, first time I saw one, he was just barely starting to walk 
and I had taken him to, to daycare and dropped him off. And when I came back, you know, I never have shoes on. So I'm walking through the house and I'm like, what is that piece of grass on the floor? Like it looked like a dried piece of grass. And then I looked and it was a scorpion and I completely freaked out. And um, cause I'd never seen one before, like in real life. And it was so funny. I was like this, like frozen. And I went and I'm like, <gasps> and then it climbed in our coat closet. And I'm like, I'm never going to get it in the coat closet. I called Mike and we had this wicker, um, this wicker basket that we kept the dog toys in with like a lid and everything. It was like a chest. And I call Mike and I'm panic stricken. I'm like, Mike, there's a scorpion in the house. He's like, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to have to get it and kill it. I'm like, no. So I, I grabbed the box and like threw it out on the front porch and just kind of waited for it, you know, like kind of shook it and like waited for it to creep, to creep out and then smacked it with a slipper or whatever, flip flop. And anyways, they're really like, I'm sure some people don't get freaked out by them, but every time I see one, it's like looking at a demon. They're so scary. I don't know what it is about them, but they're just so creepy. And like, so anyway, that very day I called a pest control company and set up service and we've had service ever since. So we've only seen uh, three, three scorpions, I think in the house in like the 1920 or whatever years that we've lived here. Um, Cause I'm like, we can't have scorpions in the house with a toddler walking around and you know, we have little dogs and if they get stung by a scorpion, it's not going to be so good. So anyway, that's my scorpion story, which is completely irrelevant to anything. <laughs> 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 They're creepy, suffice to say. Some people I get them really bad. I use Febreze on those hairy bugs. Yeah. It kills them, but it makes them fall apart. <laughs> oh, then you have yeah. Legs all. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like to kill bugs. I don't, I really don't. I don't like to kill bugs, but you can't have like, we, we had an infestation of black widows. We used to get them in our backyard um, and Mike would go out with spray or whatever and take care of them. But once we had Dirk, it's like, we really need to not have black widows and scorpions <laughs> in the house. So we started getting the bug spray and thankfully, like we don't have any of that stuff knock on knock on wood um why am i talking about this i don't know how we got the bugs <laughs> who's interested in that i don't have any idea but oh, so but anyway i'll tell one funny story that's no, not funny so the last time before we had bug service mike went out to get to kill the the black widows there was 16 of them on oh. our porch, 16, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. black widows. But I, we don't like to kill that stuff, but I mean, you, you can't have that stuff around. There's you know? a line. Yeah, like we yeah, try we'll to catch, if, if it's a normal spider and it's in the house, we'll like put it, scoop it up on something and put him outside or whatever. Like, I don't like to kill them. We even try to shoo flies out of the house if we can, but scorpions hmm, no 
and like earwigs. I can't with the earwigs. You got to look those up when you get off here. <laughs> I've heard them mentioned in songs, but I, I never really knew what They're it was. They're disgusting. And you just like, I don't think they do climb, climb in your ears. But just they're called earwigs. Maybe they do. I don't know. But they're called earwigs. And then when you see them and think about like you're sleeping and one of them crawls in your ear or something like, oh, can't. So I want you to know I feel much better. I'm glad. Whatever spell that was over me has passed. Maybe just talking about it made it go away. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. So I feel Sometimes much, much better. Getting up, getting up and walking around will do it too. Yeah, yeah. And I took one of my uh, Zofrans, which are like freaking gold. Those things are, yeah. you have them too? Yeah, when I was on all those antibiotics, I, yeah. oh, I, Zofran. I can't, I can't live without that. I mean, I don't take it all the time. Like maybe, like I've taken it a lot this month and that was three pills. But um, normally I only, I don't take them, but oh my God, sometimes you just get so nauseated that there's, you can't, you, I try to wait for it to pass. And if it doesn't pass after a certain amount of time, then whatever. This conversation's really all over the place now, isn't it? It's fine. I don't <laughs> mind. Fine. I'm but, but that's how real conversations go, right? They start yeah. one place and end up like all like 15 different directions exactly yeah but i so i i really want you if you feel inclined um after i post this video and share it if you feel inclined please share your orb photos if you feel brave enough to do that and like if you want to your um weird ones i don't know where where should i do it like in the comments maybe under the video like you can't i don't think YouTube won't let you do it, but like on my Facebook page or whatever, if, if you want to post them on the stuff and things, and I can even put them up there, like I can upload them if you want. Yeah, I could do okay. that. And we'll, um, and yeah, I, cause I think they're super cool. They're really cool pictures. I've never seen anything like that before. Although I think I recently watched, I think it was an episode of, it might've been ghost adventures where they took some pictures that had some very similar squiggles in it. I want to say it was one of their recent episodes. Um, oh, I don't remember which one it was, but they took some weird pictures with some strange squiggly things in them. Yeah, they're very interesting pictures. I remember thinking like, that's not like a normal film anomaly. And maybe you'll, maybe if someone sees them and knows what it is, then they can comment and say, oh no, that's such and such, or, you know, who knows, but they definitely looked cool. I don't want to claim there's something supernatural. Sure. Or I don't know. Maybe there's a logical thing. Maybe it was reflection off of raindrops. I don't know. Right, 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 right. But maybe, they seemed pretty strange. But the, but again, like, so if it is something natural then and somebody sees it and they know they can comment or if somebody's like some guru of the supernatural they might think they know what it is and they can tell us what they think they know it is okay 
yeah, yeah. I can do that. I can email yeah. them to you. I think that would be, I know you already did before, but man, I. That's fine. I'll send them again. Yeah. My emails and just, just send them in messenger. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I guess, uh, do you have anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? The only thing is I found, uh, the past couple of your episodes that your um, discussions on what is gothic. <laughs> sure. You know, I thought that was interesting how different people have different opinions on it. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's a million different makes, takes on that. What makes an artist gothic or not? Yeah. I th think that it's such a strange... Like in my head, I have a very defined definition of what I personally think it is, but there, there's such a range of like dark atmospheric music that like to me, when I think of Gothic music, I think Christian death, 45 grave, um, you know, there's like a specific vibe to me and a specific look, but other things fall in the same realm, but it's such, I, I don't know. It's, it's a difficult, this is where I get annoyed that people feel the need to label things because like, why? Like, you know, to me, you watch, let's, let me think of a movie. Okay. You watch a movie like the Joker, right? And it's really emotionally dark. Everything about that movie from start to finish is dark. To me, that's sort of the music equivalent of like some, a certain Radiohead song, say. You wouldn't call Radiohead gothic and you wouldn't call the Joker gothic, but yet people with like sort of expressing the same type of vibe get labeled. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Do you have any idea what I just said? I don't yeah, really know. I do. I do. Like to me, Lycia is not a goth band. Never was a goth band. But I understand why goths like it. You know what I mean? I like it because it's dark. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But to me, it's like Lycia has the same emotional sort of whatever that like the doors have or you know what I mean and the doors aren't a goth band or even stuff you know certain classical pieces it's like the same comes from like the same place so to me, goth was always a specific costume more than anything else. I don't know. And I don't care either way. Like you can it, do whatever, call yourself whatever you want. I just think it's bizarre to me how people always, always, always have to identify as something. Like just, to be, just be yourself. Like, but I feel like that about everything. Like, why do you have to label yourself? 
conservative or liberal or whatever. People want to fit in a club, I guess. I don't know. It's easy to, it's easy to like go, okay, well, that person is this. Mm, I don't know. I don't think people are that easily definable to just slap a label on them. Right. And I feel like most music is that way too. Yeah. Unless you're specifically doing it. Always trying to put it in. Well, this group is such and such and this group is such and such. And I just look, I've got all kinds of dark music, but it's all different styles. Exactly. Right. Dark electronic. There's, you know, there I have some gothic, you know. Yeah. I have nine cabinets of CDs. That's what's surrounding me here is all these CDs. <laughs> right, right. Like you think been... of go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, but I just think about how like think about the vast array of bands that are called called gothic. Like what does Dead Can Dance have in like what is similar about them to like Christian Death? Nothing. They don't sound anything alike. There's nothing similar between the two, really. But yet, somebody wants to label them both the exact same thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Really, I just label them both as dark music because they're just different exactly. styles. Of it. It's just dark right. music. Right. That's how, see, it's that's totally... how I feel about it, too. Yeah. But I feel, I think oh, things have gotten better than it used to be. For that like yeah. i feel like in the 90s if you were a dark band you had to like wear a costume like you had the people needed to be able to look at you and determine that that's what you were <clears throat> i don't right. think it's necessarily as much like that anymore <clears throat> and one of the scenes i find most like refreshing i guess is sort of that like the where where like a lot of the metal bands have gone because it's like they're making this really dark and interesting like it's such it's it's hard for me to define but like you take somebody like chelsea wolf for instance what is she she's not really metal she's not she's not goth what is it you know yeah or you take radiohead or you take you know there's all these bands that kind of fit in this weird spot of they all kind of go together, but they're not the same at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there that's why I get kind of annoyed when people are like, you're such and such. It's like, well, no, not really. I like to wear black clothes. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that I'm a goth. But I'm not saying I'm not either. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Have you heard of Lydia Lunch? Have I heard of her? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like some of hers kind of veers towards goth, but she's not right. a goth person. She's an artist. She her. does it for art. But I found some of her stuff's like so dark and so some of it's kind of frightening. Yeah. You know, but she is yeah. just so raw, and I, I like her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people. 
there's a lot of people like that, like Jarbeau, like she's not a goth, but her music is certainly dark and appealing to goth people. You know. And Nico, I like her dark yes. stuff. Her stuff yeah. that was, oh, amazing. Sure. So creative. Right. Yeah, I but think it's almost that. more of a mood than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people can't handle this stuff. Right. You know, yeah. when they hear it, it's like, it's not just a Bieber. Oh, who cares? You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was talking, I, in my last, I think it was the last podcast, we were talking about that, how some people don't, just don't want to go deep, and I think, and that's fine, you don't have to, some people don't like to look beneath the surface of things too closely, that's fine, because sometimes I don't want to either, because sometimes shit just gets overwhelming, you know what I mean, and that's, you know, that's when you go listen to Humpty Dance, and have a good time you know what I mean it's just whatever um that's why I don't like I don't know I don't know why people feel the need to define themselves so much because just do your thing I don't know I guess it gives them a sense of comfort or something maybe so like did you ever did you ever identify like as a goth or were you part of that scene or no, no. I, I was always weird. <laughs> I feel you there. Uh, the first album I ever bought was Blondie's Auto American. Right but on. you know, the kids in school, they, they were like into the radio and stuff. And I remember trying to force myself to like pop music and I couldn't get into it. I remember yeah. sitting in my bedroom trying to listen to radio thinking I want to be one of the in crowd and it wasn't happening yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and then uh have you heard of Wendy Carlos or Walter uh -huh. Carlos mm -hmm. I got those records records that was back when records were records right after 78 you know <laughs> they're back and, uh, <laughs> I know I know I don't have a record player that was the best part about mine albums was getting the art and the inner sleeve yeah. and you know some some groups put goodies in and stuff and uh, I know people love downloads but I don't like downloads I can't find anything I want I search through my computer I can't find it yeah. but on a cd i see the picture i know that's the one i want you know <laughs> yeah yeah and you can hold the lyrics and read the lyrics as you're listening to it and yeah i don't do that with downloads in fact you posted something today and i went and listened to it and i liked it and i downloaded mm -hmm. it from Bandcamp. i was going to buy the cd if they had it but it was just on download and i downloaded it I don't know if I can find it again on the computer. You know? Was it the um, what, uh, Polly? That one? Uh, I can't remember what I posted today. It, Polly Faye? It was a whole... I think that was it. It was a whole album, mm -hmm. and she had such a unique voice, and it mm -hmm. kind of made me think of, like, I don't want to say fairy music, but that kind of, like, mystical music. No, sort of. I think that she would appreciate that. So... I think that that was a, a web-only release. I don't think they printed that one on CD. 
it did it didn't come up on Bandcamp was that so yeah I think that that was um that's a project release and I think they only did it for um online which is a shame because I think um you would have bought it yeah <laughs> right yeah. Yeah, I hunt down CDs, and when I see an artist release one, and I like that artist, I know get that CD because they're only going to make so many now. We have the baby CDs coming out with the new record. I the ordered disc. it. You did. <laughs> I can't wait to freaking yeah. see that. It's going to be so beautiful. I can't wait to see it. I cried when I opened Ionia. I can't believe how beautiful that record is. It is beautiful. It it's is freaking so pretty. And like, it feels nice. Like the way the the sleeve is like this velvety, thick velvet feeling and the records feel heavy. Oh, it's so pretty. And it sounds amazing. Yeah, that, that you know, that album changed my life. So that disintegration, those are my jam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I own them both, but not in record. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. though like an extended disintegration, I got it. Cool. I just got a record in the mail yesterday. Did you ever see the movie Only Lovers Left Alive? I don't it's, think so. Um, Tom Hiddleston and um, oh, her name just Tilda Swinton. And they oh, I know play, who she is. yeah, so they play. Uh, Tom Hiddleston is Loki from the Avengers movies, if you know that. But they play vampires, and it's a really good movie. Highly recommend you to watch it. Um, and the soundtrack is amazing. And it just came out on vinyl. I got the vinyl in the mail yesterday. I pre-ordered it like months and months and months and months and months ago. And I finally got it. It's so pretty. But you should totally, if you like vampire movies, it's um, probably the most realistic vampire movie I've ever seen because there's nothing really supernatural really about it. It's just like the rigors of being an ancient being and like bored with life and <laughs> you know it's really really good and it's it's really well shot and it's beautiful and the music is amazing. Yeah totally check that out if you remember if you like that kind of stuff. I've been watching Dark Shadows, but I stopped about two weeks ago. Yeah. Just take a break, because you know that that goes on forever. It's yeah, it's, it's a long so haul. It, it goes on forever, you know. Yeah. And I'm to the point where Julia has been bitten by that vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he was so cheap. Oh, she's my favorite. I love her. She's so dramatic. And her scream, sometimes it, her screaming cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It used to wake Mike up because we would watch like at night in bed. And of course, he always falls asleep and she'd scream her head off and he'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> wake him up. She's so loud. Yeah. I, I like her it. and uh, Joan Bennett. I love Joan Bennett. So beautiful. Yes. So classy yeah. and yes she acted the same way when she was in Suspiria I think I think at one point you said you never saw I haven't seen Suspiria. that no I haven't seen I haven't seen either of them that oh the second one I hated it but the really? first one I I like it I think yeah, Tilda Swinton's in that isn't she I think she's yeah. in that yeah 
I'm kind of scared to watch that. that movie for some reason. The first one, it's gory, but it's good. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's weird. I'm too. scared. Of, I don't like. I don't. I'm not a fan of gore, so. Me either. I think that's kind of why I always just put off watching it. And is it? I can't remember. Is it? It's about witches, right? Yes. Or is it about Satan? No, it's Which, about witches. It's okay. about a girl from America. Jessica Harper was the actress. She, I think that was the name, Jessica Harper. No. Someone will correct us if it's not. <laughs> Some lady from America is an actress. <laughs> there, I'm covered. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I didn't check though, but no. Wait, no, no lie detected. <laughs> She goes over in the in the school and it's run by witches and she discovers her witches and it's it's good it's it's beautifully shot the, there's technicolor and stuff with brilliant colors mm. but the murders are gruesome yeah you know and I don't care for that part you know I yeah there's one the other week I watched off Amazon Prime we're still here I think is what it was called. I, I like that movie. That. But it, it got so gory, and I didn't care for the gore. But on the other hand, the gore kind of fit in with the story. Right. If that right. makes sense. Totally. Yeah. You know, certain topics of movies I just avoid because I know I don't like that. Even though I know I, I know it's a good movie, I just know it's going to weird me out too much. Like I, I avoid zombie stuff because I, I don't, zombies freak me out really bad and like demonic stuff. I can't do that. Um, but I like, you know, I like the classic sort of haunting house, you know, haunted houses and of course vampires. They don't, vampires aren't scary to me. They're just not. I don't know why. They're just never have been. So, although I have to say Salem's Lot as a kid scared the crap out of me and um it was very that like that scene with that kid floating outside the window that scared me and um the frank langella vampire when i think in that one mina is the one that dies and when she comes back and her eyes are like glowing and she's all, that freaked me out as a kid. But Dracula himself didn't scare me. So I don't know. I'm weird. No, I'm not weird. It, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so certain stuff I avoid because I know like that movie Paranormal Activity really messed me up. Because now like all I could think about was you're sleeping and stuff is around you watching you sleep and like that's such a you're you know you're most vulnerable you know and to think that there's like demons hovering over your bed and stuff I'm like I can't nope not I can't <laughs> I can't watch any I watched that movie we watched them that movie and I don't think I slept for like a week or something like I'd fall asleep and then wake back up and fall asleep and then wake back up but anyway I'm rambling. (laughs) 
my favorite movie it was done as a documentary was like mungo i don't know if you ever saw that uh-uh what's it about it's uh it's a ghost story or, or sort of it's real complicated but it's about a girl who who drowns and then what her family goes through afterwards it's a documentary it's filmed like a documentary oh, okay. but it, you Ooh. know that's how they have it set up with interviews and stuff and then they'll show clips and like she started appearing in pictures that they were taking and stuff like that and it's it that seems almost seems almost real how they did it like it was a real ghost story yeah kind of like Blair Witch where they made it seem like it was a real thing yeah yeah I like that movie I did, I did. we did too that in fact that one really creeped me out because when we saw it they did it at the time we when it came out, if you remember, they didn't say that it was a fake movie. They they billed it like they really found this these film this film. So we saw it opening night at like midnight or something. And Mike is not like a he doesn't get scared by stuff, but he was like spooked out by it. And we came home, and at the time we lived by the woods, and. Um, we were both like creeped out after watching that. And then of course you found out that it was fake after the fact, but yeah, that was freaky. And you know, another movie that we were just talking about, I think yesterday that really affected us was the witch. Remember, you know, have you seen yes. the witch? I have such, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's such, it, it's so visually beautiful and the story is so effective that like, like Mike was saying, he's like, you know, I really, I liked the movie, but I never want to watch it again. There was just this creepy, just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that movie, but it just really stuck with me. But yeah, I don't, I don't need to see it again because it just was too, too, too real or something i don't know so well done though and the way he would have like the director would like put note there was no music in it and it was just like like that was super effective because you're used to hearing music kind of tell the story along with the story and to not have that that was really and then that ending was just so like what <laughs> you know that was wild, but man, what a good movie. I, and I, I know that that director was supposed to do um, Nosferatu. Uh, oh. I hope that still happens. I hope that still happens. Cause I think he's, his like aesthetic and his aesthetic to me is like, that's the aesthetic that I want to project. Like for if, if I'm doing music, like I want that level of dark, you know what I mean? Where it's truly dark. It's not like cobwebs and spooky bats and, you know, spiders and whatever. To me, that's dark. That's the vibe I want, not like cartoonish, whatever. Anyway, to me, that's true darkness, not like vinyl pants and spiked hair and you know 
I loved the first one and I loved the 79 remake. It was a little slow, but I loved it. It was just creepy, you know. And then, oh, the Shadow of the Vampire. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought that was pretty cool. I love that Deco stuff. You know, I love vampires. All of them. From the cheesiest cheese to the coolest of cool. I love them all. I'm not an elitist when it comes to that stuff. Have you or, heard of Blutengill? Heard of what? The, the band Blutengill. Oh. Did you message me about them earlier today? Was that you? No. Uh, no. That's weird because was was that the band? I want to. I swear to God, somebody else. I'm not going to swear to God. I I'm pretty sure somebody else emailed me about that band today and asked me if I'd heard of them before. B l u t e n g e l. Yeah, I know the name, but I don't know their music. Their early stuff was all vampire music. And then, it, you know, they evolved and stuff, and it, they're not so much about vampires anymore. Oh, really? That's yeah, they're kind of... Aren't they sort of like um, electronic goth or something like that? Yeah, the earlier stuff was, and now yeah. the newer stuff is still... I guess you could still call it goth, but I'm... It's real popular, I guess, in Germany, their new sound, but I, I'm not that fond of it. I like the early stuff, because they threw in some industrial stuff in it and mm. I don't know it just was more fun yeah I don't really <laughs> I don't I don't know a ton about any of that stuff because that just was never like I I'm, I'm not saying it's a it's bad I don't know it I just it never I never listened to that stuff so I like understand. I know I know I know that I've heard the heard of the, the these bands but I don't really know their music because I it's just not I just don't listen to that kind of music, you know? It's like I don't know country artists because I don't listen to, or whatever. But um, yeah, when I was, a lot of people like that stuff. When I was uh, like in high school and that, and my parents would give me allowance and sometimes they'd give me a little extra money and then uh, they would take me and a friend of mine over to State College, Pennsylvania to the college town. And we would go in the record stores and I'd, I'd buy stuff just by the cover. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's how I got introduced to a lot of stuff. I, I never would have heard in the radio or any place. Yeah. And then when I moved closer to Pittsburgh here, uh, my roommates and I, we would go down into Pittsburgh to the used CD stores. And that's how I got, uh, I found Lycia. Yeah. I bought one of theirs. Just it, it bought one of theirs. I'm talking to you. <laughs> well, I probably wasn't in the band at the time. I'm guessing. It was cold is what I bought. Oh, then I was in the band at the time. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I it. And then I, you know, I've expanded from that. I, I liked it and I just bought others since then. And I I got all of yours except the live one. I don't have it. And a couple hmm. of them I have like I might be able to remedy that for you. <laughs> I've seen it. I just haven't bought it yet. I think I think I might have I should, probably shouldn't say this on the internet, but I think I might have a couple laying around. Maybe I might. <laughs> I'll go look later. I understand. 
So Mike um, does not like that record. <laughs> he's he thinks it's a waste of being out. <laughs> I'm like, you're crazy. I love that album. All he hears is like the mistakes on it. <laughs> and there was one you guys put out. I'm sorry, I can't think of the name of it. It seems to me it had like a, a windmill on it, and it was that a cardboard. Australia. I have it. Amazed no, to find the Australia E S T R A Y A. That was our side project that we did. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. under a different name. Yeah. 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 That's when we didn't do Lycia for a while due to contractual obligation. So we, changed, <laughs> we changed the name of our band for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was a fun release. I actually really like that release a lot. I, I think we might have a handful of those left. I think that needs to get reissued. What the hell? That was a good album. Tripping Back Into the Broken Days is 100% the follow-up to that, by the way, because okay. Tripping Back Into the Broken Days was supposed to be an Australia release. Okay. So if you if you listen to those back-to-back, -back, it's really obvious that they're the same band. Connected, okay. Yeah. I think that, I'm pretty sure the Australia AP, Mike probably has that up on our band camp. I don't know, I don't know. I really should pay attention to my own band. Like I'm so awful, you don't even know. But I'm the, I'm just as awful with myself. So it's not like I'm universally awful when it comes to this. Somebody asked me one day, how many books do you have out? And I'm like, I don't know. Ten? I, I don't if you forced me, I would have to sit here and figure it out. Like I'm horrible at this. I couldn't tell you the track list on my CD to save my life. It's terrible. I bought CDs and then I realized I already had it. <laughs> I've done that with um, perfume oils and it probably will happen with tights at one point because I just, I did it with leggings as a matter of fact. I bought this pair of leggings and then saw them again and I'm like, oh my God, those are so cool. And I bought them and then I'm like doing laundry one day and I'm like, you freaking idiot. You've already got these pants. So stupid. So now I have two pairs of the same pants. Whatever. I have a YouTube channel and I just for fun, I just, I'll put maybe a picture to a song I like or something, or maybe yeah. I'll make a full video or something to it. I don't get any money for it. I don't want any money. I just like the music and I'm hoping somebody will like the band that I like their music, yeah. you know. That's my point. And now I'm finding, I'm, well, I like that song and I'm going to make a video on it. And then I start working on it and I realize, oh, I already did that three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So YouTube will let you do that? You don't they get busted have, well, for it? Just two or three times. So I found, you know, if you stay away from uh, bands that aren't really well known, you're okay. That's true. Sony will come you're after you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't, I'm not doing it. Sure. 
we don't care. Like we don't personally care that people do that. Um, but I think Sony cares. <laughs> Sony is our distributor. So I think that they've come after Yucca. But I think that, I think there's a workaround. I think if you just post the link to where you can buy it, don't, I might be wrong here, but I think if you post the link to where you can buy the album from the artist, you might get a, get away with that. I think. I can think of only maybe three times and I've had that channel for like 10 years. Cool. That I got a strike and I'm trying to think who was the last one I got a strike on. And I was surprised. I thought, I didn't think they even knew I existed over here in the States, you know? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some uh, program that scans for stuff. Cause I don't know how else they would get, they would catch it really. Uh, so, you know, my friend Tim from Strange Familiars, we did a band together. He can't even play our music on his videos because the record label has the distribution on it. And so he tries, to, he can't even play his own band. Like we get, we get copyright struck, which is ridiculous. It's our band. But you know, it's, it it's kind of a double-edged sword there. I see the point and like making sure an artist gets royalties and so forth that it's 100%. played and uses. I get that. Yeah. But I also think, you know, like I heard this like uh, the Drew Carey show mm -hmm. played a lot of music. And the reason why it's not out in DVD is because of all the music in it and they couldn't release it because all the royalties and all that. And that I makes thought. Sense. It's kind of sad that something like that still can't be enjoyed. It is sad because, so first of all, free music definitely destroyed a lot of bands' careers. I mean, we made a living at music and then free downloads happened. So, I mean, that's not the only factor in it, but it definitely had a massive impact on people. So... I get irritated when people complain about not being able to use people's music in their videos and blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, okay, but you're using somebody else's music to, uh, compliment what you're doing. So you're getting paid from it, but they're not. So I get why Sony, et cetera, is are coming for that so but by the same token like where we're at it's like it's just cool that anybody wants to fucking listen to our music <laughs> you know what i mean like that you would take the time to make a video is freaking cool but yeah i mean it definitely definitely has an impact but we do pretty good we do i mean I think for where, you know, for where we are, we do pretty good. So we don't complain. We're, we're fine. I don't care if somebody puts our music in a video, as long as it's not some absolutely disturbing, but. Well, some YouTube, songs you want a little bit disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Damn, if we got music on 
on a TV show and then they couldn't play it, that would be sad. Like that would be cool to have, you know, that much exposure for a band. That's big. I'd heard that and I'd heard that also that their tapes have been destroyed, like his show. But I've heard that with uh What? That's crazy. They, they were burned or something and uh, were destroyed. Oh. I read that online. I don't know if it's true because you know everything on the internet's sure, true. Sure, you know? sure, sure. <laughs> it's like some conspiracy theory. Yeah. yeah. Didn't some studio burn down? And like a whole bunch of really important master tapes got burnt. I think so. Yeah, yeah I not think too, that's I, what it was involved in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not too long ago, some super important stuff got burnt up. Wow, that's interesting. Wow. So that's, then, that's just lost. It's crazy. But then you notice some movies, you know, when you saw it the first time, I had all these different bands. And, and then when they re-released the film, like, you know, 10 years later, they're re-releasing it. They'll replace some of the music in it. Oh, really? I never noticed that. I've seen that on a few. And I'm, well, that's kind of sad, because that's not really how it was intended when it was made. Yeah, that is sad. You huh. know, you would think. So do they do that, that would... to be like hipper or something? Like, I, or did... um, I believed it was for royalties, you know. Hmm. And the like licensing, like pay, licensing yeah. now, but they only licensed it for like 10 years and then that was it. Yeah, I know that like when you do a cover, you have to make sure you do it right because you can get in big trouble um, if you don't pay the artist. And, you know, they know that you did, like if you made money off of their song and you didn't pay them, there can be some big lawsuits in that. Like, you know, you got to make sure you handle all that stuff legally. That's one of the reasons why Mike doesn't like to do covers. Well, that's one tiny fraction of the reason why Mike doesn't like to do covers. But because yeah. it's, it's you have, I mean, it has, you have to do it legal or you're going to yeah. potentially have issues down the line. I know that when Typo Negative did um, Summer Breeze, they, I think they had they had changed some lyrics and Seals and Crofts got mad about it or something. And like, there's some, some story about that. Again, my brain doesn't retain uh, shit very well. But I know there was some weirdness about that too, where Seals and Crofts were really, is that, the, is that the name of the band? That sounds wrong. Like, it sounds like a tiger duo. Like in Vegas, I don't know, whatever. I don't know what I think you're right, about. I think it is. I think it is, but it sounds wrong to me for some strange reason. Like it sounds like it's a magic act in Vegas, but whatever. But I think that they were, unha <laughs> they were unhappy with it. And I'm like, too bad typo negatives version of that song is like about a thousand times better than the original, but that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> all their covers were fantastic <laughs> no. all right my friend we've been on here a while oh yeah we've three been more here for... hours <laughs> these things are getting longer and longer and longer <laughs> i'm gonna have to quit my job just to do the podcast 
Oh, oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, if I could quit my job just to sit and talk. Let me, FYI, I literally sit and talk all day. That's, I train people online. And so from 7.30 in the morning until two o'clock in the afternoon, I'm on a telephone talking nonstop the entire time. So the fact I that I that. still, yeah, it's hard. Uh, I know. I, that's another reason why I don't feel good because I, I had to do an exceptional amount of training this week. And so my throat is completely fried and I've had a headache from it. Anyway, I don't need to keep whining. I don't, I'm not whining, but um, I did that for a couple of years on the phone, taking calls and it was hard, it is you know, hard. and then now I, I write documents for them. So I, I'm oh, on the phone cool. for meetings, but I just sit and uh, it's work instructions, you know, that's interesting. Step by step how to do stuff. And okay. I love it. Oh, that's cool. So sort of like manuals and stuff. Yeah, they're like for um, how did like if uh, well CVS is a prescription company. You know, sure. if somebody calls in and there, there's a problem. Well, there's a work instruction on how to help help oh, the person. Oh, that's you cool. You know, step by step or um, right on. Like for the website, you know, how to help someone navigate through their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so whoever's getting the call can handle any kind of problem. They can look yeah. this up. And, you know, walk somebody yeah. through or get the answers and help them. That's cool. And as things are evolving and changing all the time, I'm constantly busy. That's cool. That's an interesting job. There's a bunch of us that do it. You know, we each have different sections of the company. It's a huge company. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. yeah. But they've been yeah. so good to me. I'll always be thankful. Well, them that's for fantastic. Standing you know, by me. <laughs> it's hard to find. Yeah, it's hard to find a, a a place like that. You know, the company that I work for is very much like that in some ways. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. But um, I saw it on one of your emails, so I I know, and I'm not saying. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's a it's a whole thing, but um, right. <laughs> it's a whole situation. But I mean, I, I um, enjoy helping people. So I really do like training people. It's just exhausting because it's just question after question after question. And it's very, um, it's, it's tiring. Like it's tiring having to, my brain has to be like this all day long, which is another reason why it's not at all like that right now <laughs> it's like it's like as soon as i can turn my brain off i'm like you're off mm -hmm. which is why i've been watching just like kind of stupid stuff on tv because i'm like i can't handle anything that makes me think right now so i just kind of watch sort of random king of the hill uh bob's burgers the good witch Stuff that's like not deep in any way, shape, or form. Because <laughs> I'm just right, yeah. so like my brain hurts. Yeah. But anyway, I have super enjoyed talking to you. You're super nice and sweet. Oh, thanks. And oh, I adore a, you. Not a dick. You're not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I adore you. I I get a kick out of Dirk. He is brilliant. He's he's a cool kid. No, I can play in the. Uh, violin earlier and stuff he's brilliant 
He's so quick, funny story about that. So, you know, he's been online schooling since last, the end of last school year. So this whole year he's been online and this is their first year doing orchestra. So he's only had instruction online for orchestra. And um, obviously that's difficult because the teacher's not there to like show him exactly how to hold the bow and how to hold the strings and everything. And so he really wasn't interested in it. Like he was just kind of like, whatever. And then we had his concert last night and just being with the whole orchestra in person, he's like on fire for it now. So like all day today, he kept getting his viola out and playing it. And like, he got better over the course of the day. And so Mike and I are gonna get him lessons um, over summer so that he can just keep playing and playing and playing. So by next school year, he ought to be pretty, pretty ready to go. But that's so cool. I'm like, Dirk, if you learn how to do this, you can be on, you know, the records and stuff, you know, like how exciting would that be to have him on? I think it's hilarious because if you Google search his name, like he has a Wikipedia page <laughs> or no, he has a Discogs page. It's hilarious oh, to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know who puts this stuff up, but he has his own Discogs page. And I was telling his orchestra teacher, um, that because he was really nervous about going yesterday so I, and I was emailing back and forth with her and I'm like yeah I'm like he it's really funny because my husband and I are musicians and if you go google search Dirk's name he has a a whole bunch of stuff comes up because he's been on like two albums two or three albums so anyway, <laughs> and now he's the cover model for the current Casa Luna yeah so Cool. The, the day you posted it was going on Bandcamp. You did, you said Thursday, I'll be on Bandcamp tomorrow. And I kept watching because I thought, I want to get that. I want to get that. And you'd had up for two hours. And I, well, you know, Facebook, it rotates and stuff yeah. flips through. And somebody must have commented because it come right back to the top. And I'm like, oh, I almost missed it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see this thing. In per First of all, it's a 10 inch vinyl. So it's going to be, that's cool. And the colors are just so, it's going to be so pretty. I can't wait to see it. And then of course I the cute little mini discs. Yeah. That's why I wanted the mini disc. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. I broke my CD player I had for years. It was a five disc changer. I loved it. It was a Sony one and I broke it. Dumb idiot I am. So I bought a sharp one here and I'm not real happy with it. Well, one of the drawers stuck and I thought, oh. I just paid $200 for this thing and the drawer stuck. And so I messed on and I yanked on the drawer and pulled it completely out. Well, now I have a four disc player. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'm not losing $200. So I'll yeah. live with a four disc player. Yeah. You know? Hey, four is <laughs> better than none. <laughs> Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. We haven't owned a CD player. We bought one for Dirk so he could listen to like little kid CDs while he's falling asleep or whatever. But that thing quit. Somebody put a crayon in it. Somebody. I don't know who. He won't cop mm. to it. But um, someone put a crayon <laughs> in it and broke it. And we haven't ever bought one since. And neither one of our cars you can play CDs in them. So when our CDs come out, they just... We don't listen to them, you know, <laughs> people will send me CDs and I'm like, thank you, but I don't have anything to listen to it on. <laughs> so funny. 
and because I have a Chromebook, so there's no like I can't put a CD in there. Oh, funny. But this one will play the uh, the mini one. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> well, I hope you like it. It's it's. I'm sure uh, I will. It's um it's a fun one. I it was one of my favorite songs that I've ever recorded is on that one. So um it's exciting. And it's coming soon. Yes. Very soon. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yep. I made sure I got it that Friday. I made sure I was one of the ones to get one of those Aww. copies. <laughs> Very cool. I'm super happy with it. I love avant-garde. They're a great label. Good. Yeah. Nice people. All right, my friend. We should get off of here. <laughs> yeah. I think I have. Oh, I have 13% now. <laughs> <laughs> I keep plugged in because I know I ramble. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Same please, here. Thank you so much. Thank you for telling your story. And please um, send me those pictures and any links that you want me to put in the description on our YouTube channel and the, and the podcast. And um, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if I'll get this one uploaded tonight or I might wait till tomorrow because it's pretty late. So I might yeah, wait till tomorrow. Well, so, yeah. well, I am feeling better, which is thank Thank God. Knock on wood. So we'll see. I'll, I'll probably end up doing it tomorrow, but thank you so much for hanging out. And I'm blessed that I got to uh, share my hummingbird and that meant something to you. Oh, it did. Yeah. To get in that box and having that guy bring it 10 to five. And I thought, now that is luck. And mom was telling you, don't worry. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> That's cool. That was so cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's awesome. All right. It's been well, a thanks pleasure. Thanks again. I enjoyed myself. Thank yeah. you. And I'll talk to you online. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. <laughs> you too. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye.